Welcome to Girl, Water Your Grass. We talk about all the things to better yourself, your family, your career, your dreams, your goals, and your life, and how God's dreams over us are so much bigger than our own. We are just two girlfriends who grew up in the bluegrass state of Kentucky with five brothers each and have reunited to take our dreams to the next level. Now we're inviting you to get out of your own way, girlfriend, and come on this ride because on this journey of a lifetime, we never arrive. Welcome to Girl Water Your Grass. We are super excited to talk about something that we have really just been you know, we, we see it and we live it and we do it and we try to be aware against it. But today we're talking about, you know, living vicariously through other people, whether it's through social media, whether it's through your children, whether it's through your friends or celebrities mm -hmm. and just really getting out of that and trusting that God has a plan for our life and really becoming aware of where we're doing that and knowing, you know, how boring would the world be if we all lived the same <laughs> life? So good. It's such an important topic because we have just, we've seen that a lot, the tendency to do that. We've seen that, um, you know, in our own, I think in, in our own interactions with people, we've been able to see, oh, wait a second. And now am, am I trying to, you know, go into a comparing place with them or control, or am I um, just, I love how you talked about it, just the awareness part of that. Because when we talk about living vicariously through someone else, in a sense, we're kind of, we're almost giving over our own life instead of living the life that, that we were invited by God to live. And, and the temptation can be big to do that. It really is. And, you know, I've really, my kids have started back to school in the past mm -hmm. week and I am so fascinated how all the girls want to look alike. They all want to be <laughs> like, they yes. all want to, well, we all have our same hairstyle, our same black pants, our same. And I'm like, the world is so boring if you were all the same. <laughs> and started yeah. thinking like how we, we mm -hmm. all do that, you become who you hang around. But I really have seen so much of kid, people have been asking me like, what sports are your kids playing? And don't you want them to run because you've run and yeah. you know, don't you want your kids to do this? And my thought truly, and I'm sure there's places where, where I'm not good at it is, I want my kids to become who God wants them to be yeah. and to discover that plan for them instead of mm -hmm. pushing them to do what mm -hmm. I think they should do. Right. Well, that it can be, I think a big temptation for parents with that, because I know even when I was teaching swimming lessons or I'm sorry, um, uh, piano lessons, when I was teaching music, the number of kids that would come. And it, it was funny because sometimes, you know, I'd have these conversations with parents before scheduling their child's lesson. And they would say, yeah, you know, I, I took, but then I, but I hated it. So, and now I regret it. So I really want to make, you know, you know want to make sure my child does it. And it was so interesting because you could always see which of the kids were being made to mm -hmm. be there and which of the kids were actually there because, you know, they wanted to learn something and the ones who were there because they wanted to be. And it's not that it was always that, it, you know, sometimes it, it was a chore and that's true. But there's a difference I've seen in the way that people learn if they are being forced to, because it's like, well, you know, I, I wish I would have, and I didn't, so I'm going to make you do it. 
Yeah. And it's like, God gave us all free will, you know? And so, and the thing is children want to please their parents. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times they will do things that we, to make us proud. Totally. Think about how many times, if I had a quarter for every time my child, one of them, (laughs) Hey mama, watch this. Totally. You know, um, they want to please us. And so we just wanted to talk today about being aware mm-hmm. of looking vicariously through our children or through, you know, a huge one that you and I didn't have to deal with so much when we were growing up, but yeah. that is present in the world today is social media. Oh my it's goodness. Incredible. It's so big. Mm-hmm. It is so big. And mm-hmm. so we subconsciously are constantly in comparison. Right. Right. Well, and you think about you know, hours, and I don't remember the, st- the stats on this, but they're pretty astronomical. The number of hours that people are spending just scrolling, you know, and, and what they're doing is they're really abdicating their own life <laughs> to, you know, they're, they're sitting there and like, oh, well, they're, you know, these people are doing this with their life and these people are doing that. And the person scrolling is ending up wasting hours of their life you know, when they could be actually going out and creating that life for themselves, you know, they could go out there and learn that new skill that maybe someone's, you know, on social media doing, or maybe they're, you know, decorating their house a certain way that's so beautiful. And they're like, gosh, you know, they're just sitting there in comparison or sitting there, um, even just beating themselves up because they're not there, you know, and, and, and we can do that in so many different ways. And so bringing that to your awareness of, are there areas of my life that I am living vicariously through other people rather than actually living the life again, that, that, you know, God created me to live. Yeah. You know, this really brings to mind. It's probably been about four or five years ago. I was listening to a homily from father Mike Schmitz. Y'all know my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said something because I'm, I'm not huge on social media. Y'all have to remind me how to use it. So I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty good at this, but Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. We all fall into it somewhere. And father Mike said, we are sports nuts. You know, you and I both mm-hmm. grew up with, with five brothers and, we love to watch ball games and, and that's the only, you know, the only thing we really ever watched on TV, not a big TV watcher. But he said in this homily that I was listening to, he said, you know, I see all these people that revolve their entire lives around sports and mm-hmm. not that we do that, but he said, we'll spend an entire Saturday where we're just like planning, we're getting ready and we're preparing all the things. And, and again, whenever you're doing it to spend time with people and making an event, that's fine, but we will sure. sit and watch football for six hours. And he said, I find it so interesting that we're watching other people live out their dream. Yeah. But we're sitting there watching other people. And that really stood yeah. out to me. Mm-hmm. Never again. I'm not going to be <laughs> like, right. like, right. you know, you don't have to be extreme. There's nothing wrong with watching a football game with your family, but to spend every yeah. Saturday and Sunday, every weekend, what else could you be doing creating yes. in your own life? And, you know, when you build a, have a bunch of friends over and all that, that's great. But to sit there all day long and watch TV, what could you be doing instead of watching other people? Oh um, it really stood out to me. Yeah. What, and it's amazing how much of our lives can be spent watching TV, watching movies, um, you know, on social media where you really are just kind of end up wasting your life away. You know, and it's not that they're again, but you're not creating anything. Yeah. And it's not the, you know, the problem's not, it's not that you're watching TV. The problem's not that you're watching a movie or on social media, but it's going back and saying, you know, how much time are you? And to really look at that. And is, is it at the neglect also of 
going after your own goals and dreams, you know, those things that God's put on your heart? Is it at the neglect of doing your duties? You know, is it the, the neglect of getting out there and really living your life and just really starting to ask yourself that question? Yeah. And I know before I would think, gosh, I'm just going to sit and watch a show. And gosh, I haven't watched TV in probably like seven or eight years since we <laughs> yes. eight and a half years ago, but um, we haven't had cable and we haven't missed it, but Oh, I'm just going to relax on a Friday night and sit and watch a show. And now that we don't watch TV anymore, mm. I find having such much richer conversation and Will yeah. and I talk about so many things that we you just used to just want to check out instead of, you know, you can relax in other ways. Right. So just challenging yeah. yourself. Are you using it as a way to yeah. numb or check out? Mm. Um, so really, we were just talking about living vicariously through social media or through TV or through entertainment how many people live out of celeb culture, right? That's always been a thing of like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. It really has. It's, are mm-hmm. you, um, are you trying to be like this person or that person right. instead of having like, they're no, they're just a person. They're no more. Yeah. Well, you look at how big, you know, how big the Kardashians and then how big all these different people that people will spend again, just hours, you know, watching and listening and, and really consumed you know, by, by other people's lives. And we just want to offer the idea that what part of your life could you actually be entering deeper in rather than, you know, trying to live vicariously through your children or trying to live vicariously through the other people around you or trying to live vicariously through people in the movies or on social media. And just, just offering you the idea that, um, to maybe take a step back, because, you know, we talk so much about awareness on this podcast. We talk so much about you know, really being self-aware, right? Why am I doing what I am doing? Do I want to keep doing that? And, and so we just want to offer you the idea that why is that, if, if that is something that you start to recognize, oh, wait, I do do that. You know, start to ask yourself, huh, why, why, what is it about my life that I'm not satisfied with? What is it about my life that I'm, I've been just happy about, you know, unhappy about the way that I've lived or I'm living. Why do I feel like I need to live through someone else's eyes. Mm-hmm. I'm not caught up in celeb culture. You know, I always find it interesting when people are like, did you hear mm-hmm. so-and-so broke up with so-and-so in yeah. Hollywood? I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. Like if you are seeking your life values and from Hollywood, yeah. come on people, we got to take it. We got to take a look, right? Go, you know, um, there's just really nothing you can learn good from the entertainment world in my mind. I mean, I'm sure there are things, but yeah, at large, you can learn what not to do. Yeah. Because these people are not happy. Mm-hmm. Not it really happy. is. And it, it was actually interesting. The, um, the stats, the last that I had checked in, it's been a little bit, but was that the average person will spend a good three plus hours of tea on TV a day, a day, a day. day. Every day. Wow. Yep. And then social media between people between the ages of 16 and 29, um, average three hours a day on social networking platforms. Wow. And then adults 45 to 54 were spending one hour and 39 minutes every day on social media. So it just kind of makes you take a step back and say, wait, uh, number one, am I in that average? <laughs> and if wow. I am, you know, do I want to stay in that space? Mm-hmm. You know, is there something that, um, it, again, just getting back to asking yourself, why, you know, why am I spending all that time? Is it something I feel like I need or am I avoiding something? Because a lot of times that we can have a tendency to, to consume things, you know, whether it, again, whether it's social media, television, food, 
alcohol, whatever, you know, because I'm avoiding something and I don't want to look at a certain part of my life. Right. Um, or, or what's going on there? You know, do I feel like I need to push my child to play this sport really well and, and, and go to the top or same thing, you know, my child with learning music. Am I doing that? Because I, I feel like I didn't and now I regret it. And so I want my child to do that. And, and so just really starting to ask yourself those questions, huh, what's going on with this for me? Right. And even why do I feel the need? Um, I've seen this too. Just, mm-hmm. it's just, just a thought. I don't even, yeah. I've seen a seek affirmation mm. from social media world. And we're not saying social media is all bad by any means. Totally just, not. Mm-hmm. They're just tools. Yeah. Yeah. It's a tool and we need to keep it in its proper place. And I know I spend too much time on it mm-hmm. um, challenging ourselves, but are we seeking affirmation from the world instead of from those that really love us and are going to speak truth into our lives? Because mm-hmm. right. That temptation can be, can be, you know, to really, um, uh, to really seek that affirmation out there rather than affirmation from, okay, wait, this is who I am as a son or daughter, you know, of God, the father. Um, and, and on top of that, the other thing too, is when we're looking for affirmation out there, especially from people who don't know us very often, they won't actually tell us the truth. <laughs> and it's so important to have people in our lives who will speak truth, you know, truth. Um, we know that, you know, truth and love always go hand in hand together, that those two, you can have, you know, those for it to be love, truth has to be involved. Um, but also truth also needs love in there, you know, so it's, it's, it's the both and, but really, um, I just, yeah, it's, it's just really interesting how often we can seek that elsewhere. It really is. And, you know, we, we just have to remember that sometimes people speak truth to us and that's very difficult, but that is what love is because to love is to mm. will the good of another yeah. seeking our good. Sometimes we have those hard conversations totally. and, and, you know, you look grateful in the moment. It's hard to hear, but that's where we, we, we need to have the truth and not living vicariously through anyone or anything. You know, I mm-hmm. do see it a lot as a parent mm-hmm. and, and question of this, but are we pushing our kids, like you said, and doing yeah. something because I discovered I was a good runner more in college than in high school and didn't right. win any championships because I didn't get into it. And so now do I think I want my kids to discover it earlier or get started earlier? Because sure. but no, we all have a, and are we pushing mm-hmm. our children to find their identity in the wrong places? Right. Mm-hmm. So if we're pushing them. Yeah. I just see parents it's so hard in the sports culture today. Yeah. And like literally themselves ragged seven days a week going all over tarnation. And I know mm-hmm. kids love it. And there's nothing morally wrong with travel sports, but it, it just seems to run our lives instead yeah. of add, add good mm-hmm. in our lives. Yeah. And going back to that question too, you know, is, is our life running us or are we running our life? Mm-hmm. And, and it can happen so easily, whether again, whether it is with sports or whether it's with music, athletics or acting, or, you know, it could, it could be anything, right? Um, you know, are we letting social media live in our lives? Are we letting entertainment run our lives? Are we letting work run our lives? Are we letting, you know, there's so many different things that we can let run our lives rather than us really live very intentionally um, with deliberation on, okay, where am I going? Right. Which also goes back to, if we really believe that, you know, God's dreams over us are so much bigger our own, 
bigger than our own, then that means that we also need to be in, in dialogue with the Lord. You know, Lord, what do you have for me? Because you were created with a purpose. You were created on purpose, for purpose, with a purpose. You were created from love, for love, to love, right? And so in knowing that, that means that everything that you think, do, and say, it matters, and it matters on an eternal level. It's not something that's just, oh, you know, it's not a big deal. No, like this is like eternity, you guys. This makes a difference. This matters. And so, you know, we just want to offer you the idea that, um, you know, starting to look at your life and say, okay, is is it running me? You know, or am I or, or am I running it? Am I living vicariously through all this other stuff? Or am I, again, living the life that God created me to live? Yeah. And, you know, I, I, as a mom and as a parent, I know it's something we, we love our kids so much. And mm-hmm. so we feel their pain, their joy. And what yeah. is, there's a, you're only as happy as your saddest child. And I can say that that is true, but we have to remember that our kids have free will and that God has a plan for their life and we aren't them. <laughs> yeah. and we can't. So you cannot mm-hmm. read hearts. You cannot mm-hmm. read Mm-hmm. You get that spiritual, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, it's, we have to remember that we are there to guide them and to encourage them and to steer them. God sent us these children as a gift yes. to steer and mold and to shape, but we do not own them and we do not control yeah. them. And we say, oh my gosh, I was a really good runner. And so my kids are going to run. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, it's a lot of great fruit to your life, such as self-discipline yeah. and all you learn absolutely, but they have to choose it. And whenever you force kids to do things and oftentimes they will because right. they want to, um, yes. it, it's not the best case right. scenario. You know, it doesn't give them that gift of free will. It's mm-hmm. control mm-hmm. Them the gifts to make that decision on their own. Right. Totally. It's actually really funny too, where sometimes in families where you see, you know, that person who, you know, maybe they are super outdoorsy and they are, active and, you know, just very, um, uh, go get it, whatever. And then they have children who are the complete opposite, who are indoors or like just indoors more, they're bookworms. They uh, would rather spend their time just reading and writing, but not do the, you know, get out there in the wild. And so it's just funny when you, when you start to see that, can you hold space, right. For those people in your life, for those differences, right. Can you hold space? Cause the world needs all of them. <laughs> Thing. They're going to want air conditioning and no bugs. And you're gonna right. Be- <laughs> What's wrong with you? Totally. Why you go pam? Yeah. But it really is fascinating. And, and here's another question for you to challenge yourself. Let's say you have three kids and, you know, one of them does what you did. Are you subconsciously showing favor to them or more interest in their life and what they're mm-hmm. doing as to the bookworm? Right. And how mm-hmm. does that affect everyone? Does it send the subconscious message or subliminal message that this child is more important or has more value? Right. right. You know, challenge ourselves there because mm. love all your kids and you want what's best for them. But are we really actively seeking? Of course, I am more interested in stuff that I enjoy. So right. are you. Mm-hmm. And so are we taking that active interest in their life if it's something that doesn't interest us as much? So good. So good. Well, Well, guys, we just want to invite you to just explore some of those questions this week. And we'd love to hear what you found for yourself and your own family and your friendships and your, in your life. And we'd love to hear, you know, have you found areas where you're living vicariously through others? And are you really, um, 
grabbing a hold of this one beautiful life that God's given you to just go after it. Yeah. And we just challenge you this week to get out of comparison, to let go of control and to water your own grass and those around you. See you next week on Girl Water Your Grass. Bye.